Welcome to the Renewing the Center podcast. My name is Chris McDaniel, and we want to thank you for joining us today. Here at Renewing the Center, we're answering God's call to work for the spiritual renewal of the church. For more information, visit renewingthecenter.org. We're glad to have you with us today. Now, let's make some space for God's renewing work. Today on the podcast, we're going to be looking at Psalm 141. David writes, I call upon you, O Lord. Come quickly to help me. Give ear to my voice when I call to you. Let my prayer be counted as incense before you, and the lifting up of my hands as an evening sacrifice. Set a guard over my mouth, O Lord. Keep watch over the door of my lips. Do not turn my heart to any evil, to busy myself with wicked deeds in company with those who work iniquity. Do not let me eat of their delicacies. Let the righteous strike me. Let the faithful correct me. Never let the oil of the wicked anoint my head, for my prayer is continually against their wicked deeds when they are given over to those who shall condemn them. Then they shall learn that my words are pleasant. Like a rock that one breaks apart and shatters on the land, so shall their bones be strewn at the mouth of Sheol. But my eyes are turned towards you, O Lord my God, and you I seek refuge. Do not leave me defenseless. Keep me from the trap that they have laid for me, from the snares of evildoers. Let the wicked fall into their own nets while I alone escape. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Father, I pray that you would help us today here at Renewing the Center to center and focus our hearts on you. Holy Spirit, we ask for your renewing work wherever it is that we are accessing this teaching. I pray, God, that you would be present to us, that you would show us that you are near to us as we seek to grow. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. So we chose this passage from the Daily Lectionary because there is a beautiful progression in this poem. We're going to try to hear today what God has to share with us, and I pray that you would have ears to hear, that you would really receive, learn to slow down, listen to what the Lord might be saying to you. See, the reflections that we do here at the Renewing the Center podcast are not simply Bible studies. You can go find sermons that are better than the ones that I could bring to you. What we're trying to do here is to receive revelation from God. Uh, One of the great passions of my life is to not just simply say intelligent things about the Bible, but to rather give you an opportunity to open up your heart to receive insight, revelation that would change you. So that's what we're going to ask for today. Uh, insight from the Holy Spirit that would change us. So the first thing that David says here is he says, I call out to you, God, come quickly to me. He asked God to come to him. Um, And I just want to say to you, it's more than just permissible for you to ask God to come to us when you're in trouble. We have to call out to God and say, help. (laughs) And I would just encourage you rather than get busy and work in your own strength when you find yourself struggling or in a difficult spot. It's really important that we hear here a mandate, an invitation for us to call out to God, to cry out to, to the Lord. And I know that many of us have given up on contending prayer. That's what I would call it, a, a meaningful contending with God in prayer. Maybe you are just worn out. Maybe this pandemic and all that's come with it has just simply got you knocked off your mark, and maybe you've retreated because you've just thought, I don't know if I have the energy or the strength for this kind of contending prayer. Y'all, we have to learn to call on the Lord. I I believe that the Lord would invite each and every one of us to re-up on our commitment to cry out to Him. This is why I get into places where I can hear myself pray 
Now, if you do this in a coffee shop or uh, in a place where people would notice, it might seem strange to others and to yourself. And so this is why I sometimes make sure that I'm alone when I'm praying in, in a devotional space so that I can actually say my prayers out loud. My ears need to hear my words cry out to God. The poet says, let my prayer and the lifting up of my hands be like incense and an evening sacrifice. See, his whole body is involved in his praying. And I would submit to you that your body needs to be involved in your praying too. He believes that his prayers are changing things, that his prayers are changing the atmosphere around God. And I just want to say that the Lord listens to our prayers, that our prayers actually shift and change things in the atmosphere of God. So the poet says words, he lifts up his hands, he is an active participant. He's not just murmuring a list of needs or worrying inside his own head. Too many of us, uh, when we worry in our own heads, we think we're praying. Uh, when was the last time that you raised your hands and raised your voice and invited God to come? I, I would just encourage you to try it. I think there's an invitation for each and every one of us to pray with a new commitment to getting involved with our mouths and our hands and our bodies. Well, the second thing that David says after he calls out to God is he sets a guard over his mouth. Um, he keeps watch over the door of his lips. And the, the poet realizes something that I think we would do well to realize, which is that when we begin to cry out, a lot of times good and bad come out of us when we take the lid off, if you will. And the poet is essentially here um, acknowledging the fact that he needs God to help him restrain his speech. And I need this in my own life, that there are times when I'm beginning to give vent, and if I'm not careful, I could become unrestrained in my own speech. Your words have the power of good and evil. We're going to be looking at that actually in the next podcast episode, a passage from James. Well, here the writer David says, Lord, have mercy on me. Put a guard over my lips. And I believe that we have to regularly, we're invited regularly to ask God to help us put a guard over our mouths, to keep watch over the words of our mouth so that we would sin less. And I would encourage you, um, especially if this is a sin pattern or a weakness temptation for you, to simply explicitly ask God to protect you in the arena of your speech. When I pray this way, I find myself more mindful of my speech, of the words that I say, the things that I give vent to. And I believe the Lord would want you and me to be more restrained. There's a sense of fewer regrets when we speak fewer words. The third thing that David says is, I think, really telling. When we do mess up, he says, let the righteous strike me, let the faithful correct me. So the poet knows that we're never going to get it right all the time, that we're prone to sin. We are fallen and finite. And so we are going to say and do things that are not honoring to God, even when we ask God to help us. So what does he say? Not, Lord, that I might be perfect. He says, Lord, send good people to strike me and correct me. <laughs> and I just want you to think about that for a minute. He's here speaking of the, the importance of powerful friendship, that our friends are the people who are supposed to give us feedback when we sin in our speech and in the way that we live. So he's inviting wise people to correct him. Is this an invitation that you've made? I have said to a number of people in my life, correct me when I sin. When I say things or do things that are unhelpful, I need to hear. Many times, y'all, we're the last people to really know it when we blow it. And so the poet here says, God, let the righteous come. 
Let the righteous speak to me. And I just want to say this to you. The, the people around you know it. They're aware when you sin. But the world, people further from you, people who are not your closest associates, they don't care enough about you to tell you the truth. Now, they'll gossip behind your back, but they don't have the, the love level, the courage level to speak to your face. And I just want to say that I believe that we are called to be these kinds of friends for one another and to one another, that we would tell the people we love that which the world will not tell them to their face. And conversely, that we would be the kinds of people who invite our friends to speak even words of correction to us. And y'all, that's hard. This is grown-up work, but I believe that it's kind of work the Lord is asking us to do because it's a place where we'll grow by testing friendships and we'll become the kinds of people. So I want you to ask for those friends and give them permission, but I also want you to seek to be one of those kinds of friends in the lives of people around you. And this avoids us, or this calls us rather to uh, reject conflicts avoidant, conflict avoidance. Um, I believe that this kind of commitment uh, constitutes uh, an invitation for you and me to conscientiously object, um, reject and object to that kind of conflict-avoidant, nice version of Christianity that many of us were taught and grew up with. We need to help one another grow. That's what God has for you and for me. And finally, the poet says, praying and receiving correction keeps our eyes tuned and turned toward the Lord. Um these safeguards keep us close to God. So here's how the poet ends it. He says, but my eyes are turned towards you, O Lord, my God. In you I seek refuge. Do not leave me defenseless. Y'all, God is able to protect us when we enfold our lives into his care and into beloved community. May it be so in your life. Father, I pray for my friends and I ask for your grace, your mercy. I pray that you would show us your kindness, God, as we seek to grow. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. If you felt moved or inspired by something in this podcast, an idea, an image, or an impression, carry it with you into your day as a prayer, coming back to it again and again in the spaces throughout your day. Be curious about what God wants to show you. What in your life needs to hear this word of encouragement, inspiration, or course correction? And be courageous in your response. The Holy Spirit will give you the grace to carry out whatever He places on your heart. And thank you for being with us today. We look forward to having you with us again next time here at Renewing the Center. Mm-hmm.